0: Hello and welcome to Weekly MTG. I'm your host, Blake Rasmussen. Today is our monthly announcement day. So for those of you not familiar, monthly announcement day is where we package a bunch of cool announcements and such together. And boy, do we have some good ones today. So as you'll see at the bottom down there, uh, we're gonna be talking LTR, which is Lord of the Rings. We're gonna be talking CMM, which is something new that we have not announced yet. We're gonna announce it here today we're gonna talk about it. We may even show some cards from it. Uh, and then we have some things to talk about for MTG Arena that chat is already on top of, knowing what is coming. But we're going to detail a lot of those things. We're going to share dates. We're going to share some previews in the Arena section as well from some upcoming sets. A uh, lot of news today. Uh, but first, I want to set the scene. Just a l- Actually, first, I want to do a, uh, a shout-out and a congratulations to Reed Duke, for winning Pro Tour 1 on Sunday. Uh, Reed Duke has obviously been playing Magic for quite a long time, Hall of Famer, uh, and he won in stirring fashion the first tabletop Pro Tour back, uh, won by Reed Duke, and everyone loved it, so much so that we're going to have Reed Duke on this show next week to talk about his big win um, and reminisce over coming back to playing paper Pro Tours. Um, It was a trip. It was wild. I loved it. I was in Philadelphia as well, so super excited to have Reed uh, come hang out on the stream. Uh, Now before that, uh, today, when we're talking about all this stuff, so I want to set the scene on what you're going to get. So these are what we call internally pre-order dates. Uh, Those of you out in the world are probably familiar with kind of three kind of big moments that sets go through. So the debut is very obvious. The debut is when we do cinematic trailers. Uh, We start talking about mechanics, kicks off previews. That's like the big focus. First look... Uh, first look is what we did actually on Sunday for March of the Machine. The first look is intended, um, we certainly share it with the fans, but it's intended to give a look at the set to distributors and retailers so they can have some idea of what they're ordering because they order uh, well ahead of the fans. So. As a bonus, you know you all get to share in some of that and ooh and awe over some of the cool stuff. And we certainly saw a lot of cool stuff from March of the Machine on Sunday. Uh, it was a trip to be part of that panel at Philadelphia, and I hope you got to check it out uh, either in person or on YouTube afterwards. Um, so first look is, again, mostly for distributors and stores to have uh, a better idea of what they're ordering. Pre-order dates, so that's what we're doing today with these first two sets. Uh, with uh, Lord of the Rings and CMM, which we'll get to. Uh, Pre-order dates are mostly so that uh, retailers and online retailers can put up some basic information for their pre-orders so that you, if you want to, can pre-order, but it's to give them the information about when is a set releasing. Um, Here are some assets that you can put up. Here are what Um, the product lineup is for each set, that sort of thing. So uh, pre-order dates typically don't include preview cards, but we like you. So uh, today for CMM, we will be sharing a few preview cards. Uh, Lord of the Rings is not going to have any preview cards, but we will talk through what that set looks like. Okay, without further ado, let's get into um, probably the set I'm most excited for this year, which is Lord of the Rings. Um, You know, March of the Machine has me hyped. Um, Lord of the Rings, uh, Tales of Middle-earth, which is the the full title of the set, uh, gives me those same feelings. So there you see some of the fantastic art. This set uh, just blows it out of the water with art based on the books. So that is what that looks like. Um, Let's look at the set logo and symbols. Unsurprisingly, going with some ring-based art for the main set and Commander logos. We are going to get to dates in just a moment. Uh, first, let's talk about the product lineup. So Lord of the Rings has a mostly standard product lineup. There are draft boosters, there are set boosters, there are collector boosters, and jumpstart boosters. There will be five Commander decks. We're not going to talk about um, the, the contents or the themes of those just yet. Uh, there will be a starter kit. You see that pre release kit down there. Uh, and there's going to be a bundle and a bundle gift edition. Now, uh, it, the art on all of this, in all of this set, I'm going to say this every time we talk about Lord of the Rings, is unreal, absolutely amazing. Uh, and all of these packaging shots are going to be on dailymtg.com after the show. Uh, And I would definitely recommend, if you're a fan of Lord of the Rings, or art, or all of the above, or you just like cool things, uh, definitely head to that to get a closer shot at some of this art. Um, We will take a look at one of these pieces in a moment, but first, those dates we talked about. So, important dates for Lord of the Rings, The Lord of the Rings Tales of Middle-Earth. Uh, March 14th will be that first look that we're talking about. So that will be the first place that you will see preview cards. I'm very excited to be doing that show. May 30th will be the debut. That's where we will kick off previews. And then June 16th will be the pre-release, followed by the Arena release on June 20th. I know we get a lot of questions about this. Uh, The Lord of the Rings Tales of Middle-Earth will be coming to Magic the Gathering Arena in its entirety. um, Just straight up. Uh, not not like um, last year's uh, Dungeons & Dragons release, where some of the cards were changed. All of the cards will be coming to Arena in their tabletop format. Uh, The tabletop release will be on June 23rd, and then there will be a holiday release on November 3rd. We'll have more details on that. That's still a little bit a ways away, but wanted to let you all know that um, there will be a holiday release uh, associated with Lord of the Rings Tales of Middle-Earth. And then, speaking of some of that amazing art, let's show off a Magali piece with, yeah, that's Gandalf facing down the Balrog. It just shows off how epic this set is going to be. Uh, magic artists are some of the best in the business, and setting them free to explore Middle-earth and the Lord of the Rings has resulted in some truly epic art just like this. Um, I... Yes, it's my job to know what's in this set, but I will just occasionally page through this set, um, and it gives me chills every time. Um, so I'm super excited for this. We're going to get again. Our first look is coming on the four, on uh, March 14th, and uh, that's all we have to share about Lord of the Rings today. Just just start start getting ready. Start feeling that hype for Lord of the Rings: Tales of Middle Earth. All right. Next up, we are going to talk about CMM, which I've been a little cagey about because it is a new product, although I think you'll get it as soon as we tell you the full title, which is Commander Masters. Commander Masters uh, is, as you might guess, a master set that is focused on Commander almost exclusively. Uh, Commander Masters, uh, there's the key art. Let's take a look at the logo and symbols. There we go, so that's what Commander Masters will look like. Uh, We're gonna talk dates and all of that sort of jazz in a second, but again, because because this is a new product lineup, we haven't done a Commander Masters before, we do wanna show you some cards and some treatments uh, so you can get a better sense of what we're going for with this set. And again, it's pretty freaking cool. So let's kick things off with the first preview card from Commander Masters. Jeweled Lotus. We all know what Jeweled Lotus is, but it costs zero. You can tap and sacrifice it to add three mana of any one color. Spend this mana only to cast your commander, and you've got three different treatments there uh, for Jeweled Lotus specifically. Now, there are going to be several fancy treatments in this set, so borderless cards, that one you see on the right there, are going to come in three different varieties. There will be regular borderless cards. There will also be uh, what we're calling this one on the right here, Frame Break Borderless. So we're gonna do some Frame Break cards. Um, and uh, they'll look a lot like this, where they, have, they, they feel like they're coming at you in a variety of ways. And then there are going to be Profile Borderless cards, uh, one of which we can see on our next preview card, which is the Ur-Dragon. So a uh, set of legendary creatures who are popular commanders, will get this Profile Borderless treatment so that you have right up close on their faces, uh, they're representing you, you might as well have them right there up in their grill. Um, There are also going to be textured foil cards in this set and then there will be foil etched cards as well. Uh, The foil etched cards will be in Collector Boosters. Uh, and then, finally, I want to show off one more preview card from this set. Um, Capture of Jinzhou. Uh, this is being reprinted in a booster release for the first time ever. And it's coming in Commander Masters. And those are the two treatments there for it. All right, and so let's talk a little bit about the product lineup for Commander Masters. You can see that we will have draft boosters. Uh, Draft boosters will have two rares in every booster, uh, and there will be one traditional foil card in every booster as well. Uh, The set boosters that you see in the middle up top there is going to have a guaranteed borderless card in every booster, and it will have at least two rares or mythics per booster. Uh, The Collector Booster there on the upper right is going to have the most stunning versions of the cards in the set. Uh, It's going to be the only place you can get the Textured Foil and Foil Etched cards. Uh, There will be five rares or Mythic Rares in every booster, and that includes two Borderless Rares or Mythic Rares. And there will also be five total Borderless cards in every booster across all rarities. Uh, Now let's get a closer look at those commander decks as well and talk a little bit about the archetypes because we've got some cool ones here. Uh, So Planeswalker Party is a white, red, and blue deck that will, of course, focus on Planeswalkers. The next one, a lot of people are going to be excited about this one. We are finally doing a colorless Eldrazi pre-constructed deck. No colors, just Eldrazi. Then we move into Enduring Enchantments which is an Obzon flavored uh, enchantments deck. You can see the Theros sort of starry sky motif there on that art. And then finally, another favorite, Sliver Swarm. A five color sliver deck will be one of the decks releasing with Commander Masters. Uh, And then key dates, so you know when all this stuff is coming. So we're going to do our first look, again, that sort of minimalist, here's, here's the basics of the set uh, on May 16th. Then July 28th through 30th, we're going to have some WPN Premium Store preview events followed by the August 4th tabletop launch. Um, I can't tell you it's Guff. I don't actually know if it is if that art is Commodore Guff. I can find out, but I don't actually know if it's Commodore Guff. Um, but I'll be honest with you, I don't know the answer to that, and uh, it was my first thought as well. So, that is Commander Masters coming later in the year. Very exciting. Um, Now let's talk about a couple arena releases that are going to be coming sooner rather than later. Quite soon, in fact, uh, the first one is going to be next week. All right, let's take a look at the dates upcoming. So, Alchemy Phyrexia. The game update will be coming next week on February 28th. March 7th is Shadows Over Innistrad Remastered Pre-Order. We're going to show preview cards from both of those sets coming up. And then Shadows Over Innistrad Remastered Game Update will be happening on March 21st. So, let's talk a little bit about these. So, Alchemy Phyrexia. There are going to be 30 digital first cards to play on Arena as part of that set. Um, And it's going to include some uh, cards that conjure iconic and exciting cards from Mirrodin's past. And previews for that set start today. Today, right now. In fact, let's let's take a look at the first of those. This is Quicksilver Lapidary. For blue and a red, you get a 1-1 Phyrexian Artificer. When Quicksilver Lapidary enters the battlefield, conjure a card named Mox Opal into your hand. That's that card you see on the right there. Uh, That is a card that gets conjured. It is not in the set, uh, much the same way that Ancestral Recall was conjured and shuffled into your library uh, uh, from the the Oracle of the Alpha. So that is a card that will be conjured in alchemy. Uh, Next up, there we go, Spawning Pod. For two and a green, you get an artifact that says one, tap, sacrifice a creature. Search, seek a creature card with mana value equal to one plus the sacrifice creature's mana value, and put that card onto the battlefield. This creature is a Phyrexian. In addition to its other types, activate only as a sorcery. Yep, that that's basically birthing potash. Birthing potash. You, you don't have as much control of it. It's a seek rather than a search. Um, But still a very powerful card. Uh, And finally from this release, Phyrexian Harvester. So we've seen white and black versions of the quad-colored mana cost uh, Phyrexian Horrors. So this one costs 4 red mana. It is a 5-5 with Menace. When Phyrexian Harvester is dealt damage, seek that many non-land cards. At the beginning of your next end step discard those cards all right so that again is coming next week you will see more previews uh, from that set coming between now and the release on the 28th all right next up actually a couple more details on that uh the boosters will be available for purchase in the store they will contribute towards golden packs um, and there will also be Alchemy Forexia, uh, Premier Drafts uh, available to draft. That's it. All right. Next up, let's take a look at Shadows Over Innistrad Remastered. A lot of people have been waiting a long time for this. And with all of the excitement around Pioneer from this past weekend, we are moving ever closer to having Pioneer on arena so this will include 302 cards including the 15 basic lands from shadows over innistrad and eldritch moon Uh, plus it will include 81 cards uh, that will include uh, some callbacks to the original 2011 innistrad block block so these boosters shadows over innistrad remasters boosters will be available for purchase in the store and will contribute to a golden pack Um, And there will be events, including Sealed, Traditional Draft, and Premier Draft. So um, we're going to show off some preview cards from this, and then we'll talk a few more details. We have, first, Cigarda's Aid. And then next up, favorite of mine, Thing in the Ice slash Awakened Horror. All you Phoenix fans, get ready. And finally, for the zombie aficionados out there, Relentless Dead will of course be coming back and making your control player life miserable. Um, Shadows Over Innistrad Remastered releases on March 21st. Uh, It will be available for pre-order starting March 7th. it will contain the following. I'm going to read this so that I get it right. Uh, it's going to contain uh, the pre-order bundle, uh, which costs uh, $29.99, will contain 10 Shadows Over Innistrad remastered set boosters, one Golden Booster, three Draft Tokens, one Bruna the Fading Light card, one Gisela the Broken Blade card, Brusella um, Voice of Nightmare Sleeve, Bruna the Fading Light card style, and Gisella the Broken Blade card style. And... Finally, something I saw chat murmuring about at the beginning, we are going to show off for the first time a feature that has been much requested, uh, including by myself every once in a while, uh, the preferred printing feature. So with the release of Alchemy Phyrexia, so that is next week, players will be able to select a preferred printing of any card that has multiple versions on Magic Arena, and it will use this version by default. So let's like take a look at how that works with basic lands. You can see you click the little arrow in the upper left. You change the heart to which one you'll love. You can click the arrow to collapse back. So this is in the decklist view. And boom, all of your plans will forevermore be that special Elena Danner art. Now this will also work for non-land cards. So you check out Opt, You click the little arrow, you decide you love the Strixhaven one. Oh, well, we'll, decide. we'll decide we love the Strixhaven heart one here. Click the arrow back. And boom. All of your ops use the Strixhaven Mystical Archive version. So yes, uh, this has by far been one of the most requested for features on Arena. Um, and we've been talking about bringing it to you for a few years now. So it is finally here. Um, it took a little longer than we planned, but we're really happy with the Im- implementation. Uh, you got your first look at it there, and we are going to have it ready for you on Magic Gathering Arena next week on the 28th with the Alchemy Phyrexia update. That covers everything I had to tell you this entire show. 20 minutes. Look at look at how efficient I am. So what that means is I will take some questions in chat. Now, um, I may or may not be able to answer them depending on um, how forward-facing there are. But if you tag at Magic in the chats, uh, I will be able to see it uh, easier. Um, let's start with these. All right. Um, Emerical question mark. You'll just have to wait and see. I'm not going to confirm or deny any cards uh, in Shadows Over Innistrad Remastered that were not in my previews. But again, previews will be coming. Um, Will you do a difference in Historic Brawl and release a new brawl with all cards except Alchemy? Um, I know that is feedback that the team has received. Um, I've not heard anything about that. Um, are there any banned and restricted updates coming in the near future? We don't have any on uh, any scheduled right now, but I will say we do have our regular. So we have regular check ins uh, uh meetings. We do have one of those coming up. Whether anything will come out of it uh, is still TBD. Um, a new Eldrazi Titan or take a known one? You will just have to wait and see. Um, what is Multiverse Legends? Is the new Masterpiece series. So this, uh, the Multiverse Legends uh, wasn't something we talked about in this show, but it was something from the March of the Machine first look on Sunday, so I can actually share that. So Multiverse Legends is a bonus sheet that will come in March of the Machine, much like the Strixhaven Mystical Archive or the Retro Artifacts in Brothers War. Uh, it'll be similar to that, so you'll get one basically every pack. Um, and they will be legends from throughout the multiverse. They'll all be reprints. So we saw Ragavan and Atraxa, uh, the original Atraxa, as uh, previews on Sunday. So that is what multiverse legends are. Um, Hobbit is censored for some reason. All right, I'll, we'll look into that. Um, are the 81 extra callback cards from Shadows Over Innistrad new or old? Um, wait and see. I think I would um, pose that question to the Arena team. They can probably answer it more precisely than I can. Will any of the remastered sets also be released in paper? So Shadows Over Innistrad is a a Magic the Gathering Arena-only release. That's not to say one day we might not do something like it in tabletop, but it's not currently planned. Um, Are there any plans to add a Gladiator queue? None that I'm aware of, um, but I know we've run Gladiator events before, and they may come back but uh, none that I'm aware of. Uh, let's see, um, four player brawl, uh, nothing to talk about there. Uh, well, Shadows over Industrial remastered have rares not originally in that block, similar to how other remastered sets had, uh, like AMK had remastered uh, Thoughtseize? Stay tuned. Uh, is Commander Masters 100% reprints? So, Commander Masters, the main set, is reprints. The Commander decks, as part of the Commander Masters release, will have new cards in it. Um, Can I build Lotus Field after Innistrad release? Uh, That's a question in reference to the combo deck that did well at the Pro Tour this past weekend, and you'll just have to wait and see. Uh, is this release window for Commander Masters a bit too soon? Uh, too soon is in the eye of the beholder, but uh, it's not releasing till late summer. So uh, I would say no, but, you know, that's, that's up to you. Uh, any Explorer Anthology or Anthologies pl- set planned soon? Uh, nothing I have to announce today. So just those two were the ones we were focusing on today. Uh, Multiversal Legends cards coming to Arena. Uh, yes, they are. Um, exactly how they'll be implemented. I know there were a lot of questions around like Ragavan and Historic and, and that sort of thing. Obviously we have precedents for uh, handling powerful cards in those bonus sheets. I'm sure the Arena team will talk more about that coming up. Um, so uh, the Multiversal Legends won't be standard legal. Correct. The Multiversal Legends have a separate uh, collector symbol. and. They will not be standard legal. Uh, March of the Machine Aftermath is math is the new set after March of the Machine. Correct, March of the Machine Aftermath is something that we talked a bit about on Sunday during the March of the Machine first look. Uh, it's something internally we're, we're calling like a micro set. Um, it's 50 cards coming in five card boosters and it's very story focused. So, it you know, the team when they started putting together March of the Machine, they're like, this is this big epic event, and there's a bunch of fallout that, that changes so much. We saw one card on Sunday that showed that the, the Kenriths have a royal funeral coming up. Um, so obviously a lot of fallout, and it didn't make sense story-wise to put the, the aftermath of this epic um, plane-spanning battle in the same set as the battle. And so um, the the team decided that to to best tell this story on cards. And the the aftermath is dripping with story. Um, We're doing this, we're trying out this little set. So that'll be a really, it's a a really cool set. It's got a lot of um, super flavorful. um, I'm going to stop talking about it because I'm going to give something away. any comment on the email saying there is one DFC battle card in each pack of Mom. Uh, My comment is, in order to receive those emails, you should sign up for our email mailing list, and maybe you, too, will get emails that tell you about DFC battle cards. Um, Let's see. What foilings do the Multiverse Legends cards come in? So um, there are four different treatments for the multiverse legends cards. Again, this is back in March of the Machine for reference. Um I will because I don't have my notes in front of you. I remember there are four. I don't want to speak incorrectly. Uh, if you want to know about the foilings for the multiverse legends cards, I would check out the article on Daily MTG that debut that talks about the March of the Machine first look. It has the details in there and it will have them correct and I would be speaking off the top of my head. So I could get them wrong. Uh, um, Will Shadows Over Remastered be rebalanced or draft with cards that were warping, changing rarity, or removed? Um, Shadows Over Innistrad Remastered is a remastered experience in the same vein as we've had remastered experiences before. I know that doesn't directly answer your question, but I, I don't want to give away too much until we get to that preview season. Um... Will the Preferred Card Styles work with the Beta Rewards Masterpiece Planeswalkers? I do not know, but I bet someone on the Arena team is watching and will be able to get that answer out there. Let's see... Uh, in which format will Lord of the Rings be legal? And I just lost that question, so I'm not sure if it was referring to Arena or and Tabletop, but it is a modern legal release. On Arena, it will be historic legal. What did you eat at Reading Terminal uh, last weekend? I eat there. I eat there for breakfast and lunch every day. Um, I had <laughs> I had the uh, apple. Uh, there, there was a special at the Dutch Place um, that was an apple French toast thing. I got chicken and waffles at the Oyster Bar one morning. I got I got a Philly cheesesteak. Obviously, uh, yeah, I got a bunch of stuff. I eat I there. Uh, any more Lord of the Rings previews for next week? No. No, we are not doing Lord of the Rings previews until that first look. Uh, does the Lord of the Rings set include reprints, or will all cards be brand new? Stay tuned. Um, let's see. Uh, when will there be news about Magic Con Minneapolis? So that is coming up. I believe we are talking about Magic Con Minneapolis on March 7th, is when uh, we have it scheduled to talk about on this show. Uh, is the March of the Machine Aftermath set standard legal? Yes, it is. Are we getting support to Historic besides the Explorer sets? A new anthology. Uh, Again, I don't have any uh, new arena sets to announce beyond what we talked about today. Uh, Is there any balance update planned for Alchemy soon? I am not aware of one. That doesn't mean there isn't one planned. Um, The arena team would certainly know more about that. Um, Is there a timeline on when the team wants to finish Pioneer in arena? It's less a timeline and more a, a sort of checklist of what cards are relevant for Pioneer, how and when can we get those in, and in what different ways. So um, they may have a, internally, there may be a timeline in mind, but I know when Jay was on the show talking about Explorer into Pioneer, Uh, He was talking about a list of cards that they had that were relevant in Pioneer that they needed to get on uh, before they considered it close. Now, uh, it's important to keep in mind that when Explorer is lined up with Pioneer, that doesn't mean it's one-to-one fidelity. There may be, for example, some two-twos for two that are never going to be played and Constructed that don't make it in. Um, But um, I need to see Gandalf. You do. You do. It's so that's so good. Ordering is just so good. Uh, Can you talk more about booster fun for Commander Masters? Uh, I I certainly can, so I'll I'll read off what uh, what I have. So there are borderless cards and foils. Commander Masters' borderless cards come in those three varieties I told you about. There's the regular borderless cards that we've seen before, the frame break borderless, which we saw on the Jeweled Lotus, and the profile borderless, which we saw on the Ur-Dragon. Uh, there are textured foil cards, so all Mythic Rare Profile Borderless cards plus the Jeweled Lotus Frame Break Borderless card will be available in textured foil. Those are going to be in Collector Boosters only for textured foil. Foil etched cards, every rare and Mythic Rare, uh, the non-borderless versions, will be available in foil etched, and those will be in Collector Boosters as well. Uh, preview schedule for Shadows Over Innistrad Remastered. Uh, I don't have anything beyond what we had today. Da, 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 da. Let's see. Has there been any talk about modern to Arena? No, the, uh, the Arena team's focus is, is getting Pioneer up and going in terms of expanding formats. Will Plane Chase be on Arena? Not that I'm aware of, but I'm not certain on that. Um, Arena Steam Release. We will share more on that when we have information. Let's see. Um, Do we know a time when all the Commander deck lists for March of the Machine will be realized? I do actually know that. I happen to know that off the top of my head. So Commander deck lists for March of the Machine are scheduled for April 4th. They do have That could shift between now and then. There's enough time between now and then that plans can change, but currently, they're scheduled for April 4th. Um, This is a draftable Commander format. Now, there are some uh, twists to that, of course, to uh, make drafting Commander a, a workable and enjoyable experience that we'll talk about more as we get to that. Let's see, Aftermath will in fact only be 50 cards. That is correct. It's a a small set um, meant to to tie up the story loose ends and and set us off on the next part of the story. What's the drafting situation with Commander Masters? Uh, The drafting situation is that it is draftable. We have draft sets. Uh, Those who have drafted commander focus sets in the past it will work similarly, although, as I said, there is a twist that we will talk about as we get closer. Let me make sure that I didn't have that in my notes to talk about today. Draft boosters. No, we're going to talk about that later. Um, uh, duh, duh, duh. You mentioned Shadows Over Innistrad Remastered will get golden packs. Will the golden packs be updated to have Shadows Over Innistrad 2 or just standard? Let me pull that information up. Um, okay. We'll contribute towards a golden pack. It will be the same golden pack that's available for um, 1 and Shadows and Shadows um, and Alchemy. So I believe the answer is no, according to my notes. Let's see. How many cards are in Commander Master's Draft Boosters? Da, 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 da. I do not have that information in front of me, unfortunately. I don't want to misspeak. Let's see. Da, 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 da. Uh, Netflix, I don't have any information on Netflix today. Um, I don't have any um, anything on Lord of the Rings pricing. Uh, now, the good thing is that uh doing the pre-order beat today means that places will start putting Lord of the Rings up for pre-order starting today, possibly now, uh, depending on how ready they are. And you may start seeing that pricing pop up at various different outlets. Uh, are Lord of the Rings and Commander Masters coming to Mitgo, And if so, when? I do not know the answer to that. So if, if you aren't aware, Mitgo is managed by Daybreak now. And so we, we are close partners, but I actually have not spoken to the Mitco team about that, so I do not have that answer on me. Please add Crufix to Arena. Noted. Arena team, note that. Commander Masters available at Magic Con Barcelona. Stay tuned for that. Um, we, we definitely have noted how close those are together. Um, and not ready to announce anything yet, but it is a, it is noted. Yes. What are new things we can expect from March of the Machine? Um, I would watch the first look from yesterday. I'm not, I'm not allowed to say anything more than that. What was your takeaway from Philly, and how can you make the Black Lotus ticket a better value? Um, so, lots of takeaways from Philly. First of all, Philly was amazing. Um, we could do an entire show on, on Magic on Philly and, and all the learnings. Um, what I will say, I, I don't want to speak for the team. Everybody's been traveling back. We haven't had a chance to all round up and, and talk about things. What I will say, though, is that um, I hope those of you who attended uh, Magic 30 in Vegas and MagicCon Philadelphia or saw the reactions to both online, note all of the improvements that the team made. The team worked really hard over that time to make Philadelphia an even better experience. And and I think they succeeded certainly in, in that, in making it an even better experience. And I have all the faith in that team that they will make Minneapolis better than Philadelphia, that they'll make Barcelona better than Minneapolis, uh, and that they'll continue to improve and, and get that. So please, all the feedback, um, the feedback about the making the Black Lotus ticket a better value was certainly heard. Um, and I know that they're working on some stuff right now, as well as uh, things for the future. So, uh, yeah, that's what I'll say about that. Uh, let's see see can we get commander masters into arena currently no plans to that i am aware of Uh, uh, uh. how will limited work for aftermath on arena i don't actually know the answer to that that is a great question so aftermath um, is not a set that is intended to be drafted so it comes in five card boosters you certainly can Um, I think that could be an interesting and and weird format, or maybe you can figure out a way to take aftermath boosters and, you know, put one or two into your March of the Machine draft in some form or fashion. I think that could be really fun, but um, I don't have those details right now. We'll talk more about aftermath as we get closer, and certainly the Arena team will talk more about how it works on Arena. Let's see, Uh, since I entered late, Commander Masters is reprints only. Main set is reprints, however, there are, um, the Commander decks do have new cards. Mm -mm -mm. More information on the battle mechanic. I don't know what you're talking about. The answer answer is no. So when I was talking earlier about the the different beats, so pre-order, First look debut debut is really when we talk about mechanics. There are there are some occasions where we'll we'll do a mechanic on, on first look if it makes sense or if it's a known mechanic or if we we can't possibly talk about the set without that mechanic. Um, but if there are new mechanics in March the Machine, and there are. Uh, we'll talk about those at the debut. Are the Predator-like slivers from Chandelar coming back? So I think you're talking about the design, the way they look, um, and we'll show more of that art as we get closer to Commander Masters. Let's see. Uh, uh, uh. What happens to my five plus copies with preferred versions on Arena? I do not know the answer to that. That is a great question to ask the Arena team. Um, any questions about Arena that I'm not able to ask, I recommend you head to one of two places um, because that team is, is really on top of answering things when, when they're able to. Uh, either head to their Twitter account or the official Magic Discord uh, definitely has places where you can ask questions of the Arena team as well. Uh, what's the set code for Shadows Remastered? It's sir. Sir. We've had some great three-letter codes lately. Um, favorite set released last year. Um, favorite set released last year. Hmm. Brothers War. I really like the retro artifacts. Um, let's see. Yeah, bro, mom, sir. Will there be a VOD of this? Yes, there will. Um, Weekly MTG, you'll either be able to replay it on uh, Twitch, or we also post this video to YouTube. So if you're watching on YouTube, hi. These are some great questions. I didn't think we'd be going this long. Uh, Will Invisible Stalker be in Shadows Over Innistrad Remastered? I can't answer that yet. I can answer that it is in my nightmares. I definitely played during that time. yeah, Invisible Stalker with a Butcher's Cleaver, just impossible to beat. Uh, any news on all of Pioneer being on Arena? I talked a little bit about this earlier. Um, the, the news is that Shadows of Arena Stroud Remastered is coming and It's going to take a big chunk out of a lot of missing uh, Pioneer-focused cards. And again, it's nice because the Pro Tour this past weekend... You know, helped reset what the metagame looks like helped reset what's important on pioneer and so the arena team can look at that and can shift priorities or can uh, take things off the list add them to the list and and keep working towards making it fully pioneer <laughs> my favorite deck in pioneer Um, it's, um, even though it's not as good as it used to be, I do really like Phoenix. I really enjoy the gameplay of Phoenix. Um, But in terms of, uh, I also like Lotus Field, that's also my type of deck, and I have been playing a lot of Grease Fang on Arena. So I'll say those. Let's see is Nykthos ban safe? So I can't speak towards what's safe or not. I don't make the decisions on bannings. Uh, I will say that I had a good conversation with Aaron Forsyth about the um, results of the Pioneer event, and we both remarked on how um, mono green Nykthos didn't do great. Whatever that means. Now, that that's not to say that um, no action will be taken, or they'll, they'll look at Pioneer and say, okay, we need to make this slate of changes, and that results in us also having. Um, but if you saw the event this weekend, uh, if you saw the results, I think um, the Nyctos green deck had a sub-50% win percentage, which is not something that typically um, R&D turns its focus on. Where should I send thoughts after MagicCon Philadelphia? Um, You know, that is a great question. I would say um, if you attended MagicCon Philly, the best place to send your thoughts might be through the communications channels that you had available to you through ReadPop. Um, But if you also share them with us on Twitter, we'll make sure that we get those uh, shared back. Um, we're going back to Ixalan and Eldrain this year are there any planes that will absolutely not be visiting in the near future um, so in terms of full set I mean never say never Mark Rosewater said that um, we probably were not going back to Kamigawa and then we went back to Kamigawa and it was awesome Um, because eventually the the team may hit on an amazing creative idea like they did with Kamigawa Neon Dynasty and knock something out of the park. Um, I'll also say, sort of cheekily, that March of the Machine, um, the first look, we showed glimpses of Chandelar and Makadia and other not obscure planes but but planes we hadn't been to in a while. So if you talk, if you're just talking about getting glimpses of you're gonna get a lot of glimpses of planes in March of the machine. Uh, let's see. Why the serial numbers of the new set have four digits? Yeah we should probably talk about that in a more um, focused way. It's not that there are more than a thousand unique cards in the set that's that's not what that means. It's not a massively huge set. Um, It is a set that is the same size and there are variations. Um, But we are generally speaking, recognizing that um, four digits is useful. uh, And it's a bit of future proofing, is honestly a little bit of what it is. But we will also, um, we'll look for an opportunity to talk more about that uh, and some of those cosmetic changes uh, at a later one. MagicCon Philly was amazing. Thanks so much for coming to Philly. Please keep coming. It was, it was amazing. Everybody, you know, I had so many fantastic conversations or just people um, thanking us for, for doing things. And it's, we've all been interacting online for a couple years, um, exclusively online, I should say. And it, it, that that frays the nerves a little bit, but being able to go back and do it in person was incredible and uplifting. And I'm so thankful for everyone who came to that event and said hi or just enjoyed themselves. It was, it was fantastic. <laughs> um, do you think we will see more standard sets like March of the Machine that feature happenings between multiple planes? I don't know. Maybe. Thoughts on how to avoid overlapping new set-first looks in the PT finals in the future. You know, it's, um, it's interesting because we've gotten both sides of that feedback. So we got the feedback that you're sharing that it, it's too much, that the, the first look um, happening at about the same time as the finals was unfortunate because it, it divided attention. We also got the feedback that doing that at um, that time of day, right before the finals was maximum hype, all the eyeballs, people love being able to just um, see all the things, especially with the YouTube VOD going up after the finals. Uh, So it's, it's not gonna always be that way. We're not lining up all of our first looks to line up with the PT Finals. That's, that's not the way it's gonna work. That's not the way the calendar's set up. Um, it lined up this time and we tried it. And um, we're certainly going to look at viewership numbers and, and feedback like this and, and see what makes sense in the future. Um, you know, I did like though that it, it, it set us up to show Yuta Takahashi's uh, World Championship card during the stream. He got to preview it himself um, right before the finals so uh, i i love that that worked out and um i i thought the audience at philadelphia was amazing for the first look uh we don't you know these, these things tend to be sean and i in an office um and i i do it to an audience of one which is a lot less nerve wracking uh, but at the same time it was amazing to have the reactions from the fans live so a lot of stuff to talk about there, but definitely appreciate the feedback. Any plans on making a token master set for paper? Uh, not that I'm aware of, but good, good thought. Let's see. Mm-hmm. We don't have enough beanbags. Good to know. Uh, let's see. Are there any details at all that you could give us about MagicCon Minneapolis or MagicCon Vegas? Uh, Not at this time. So I know uh, part of the reason is the the team is taking all the feedback, all the learnings from Philadelphia, and again, they're gonna keep improving and and making that experience all the much better. So those details will be coming, but uh, not just yet. Uh, Any chance for a recap for those that came in late? Um, the recap is, um, we gave some basic in- info about Lord of the Rings, we announced Commander Masters and showed off three preview cards, and we talked about the release of Shadows Over Innistrad Remastered and um, Alchemy Phyrexia. Uh, if you want more details than that, I would suggest rewatching the video. It was only about 20 minutes worth of details, so it's, it's relatively short for all of that. When is Dad? Good question. Um, favorite magic card of all time? It's Moltrifter. What set are you most excited for? Uh, Lord of the Rings and March of the Machine are 1A and and 1B. Both of those sets make me feel feelings. Uh, Lord of the Rings is... So I'm, to to give you a a sense of the level of Lord of the Rings fan I am, um, I have read The Silmarillion, but to say I've understood The Silmarillion would be stretching it. Um, And I do listen to the occasional Lord of the Rings-focused podcast or YouTube video. Um, just just on my own as, as a thing I like to do. So uh, I am super excited for Lord of the Rings, but I'm not, um, we, have, we have a coworker and friend here who uh, wrote something in the Lord of the Rings article that's going up on daily that I was like, I don't know what that means. And I looked it up and it was um, definitely a Lord of the Rings thing, but it was, it was a little bit more obscure. And so we have that level of fan in, in the building for sure. Which I am not, but I am very excited for the set. Including producer Sean. Producer Sean may be a super fan here. Uh, any plans to add replay or spectator feature on Arena? Nothing I have to announce today. Um, any artists already registered for PT Minneapolis? Um, I believe we have some contracted, but we don't have anything to announce today. Uh, Is LATAM going to receive support again? I will address this a little bit. Absolutely, support's not going anywhere. Um, We're just shifting what that looks like. It's not a forgotten region. Um, I I know there's a lot of concern over there based on some recent changes, but um, it it is not, we are not abandoning Latin America. Let's see. Uh, PT1 coverage was fantastic. How was viewership received internally? So we have not had a chance to have our um, uh, after event meeting to talk about everything, so I don't actually know. Um, I'll tell you that I was uh, personally pleasantly surprised by how robust viewership was, Um, but I was not focused on the PT for most of the weekend, so I don't have that particular insight. Uh, but I will note that, um, you know, a lot of us thought the coverage was, was pretty dang great as well. And it was super excited. Any chance of getting Stephen Colbert to promote the Lord of the Rings set? I heard he somewhat likes Lord of the Rings. He does. He may, he may be the biggest fan in the world. Uh, I don't know. That'd be great. Stephen, if you're watching, which you're definitely not, but if you are, call me. Um... On a scale from zero to Reed Duke, how good of a player are you? Five. Um, Did you get to play in the Gavin event? I did not get to play in the Gavin event, but um, I did. Uh, He shared all the way through his planning for that event. He was sharing that with us, and it, it it looked really cool. Any new franchises coming to universes beyond that you could spoil? Not that I can spoil just be based on a question. Absolutely not. I'd be fired almost immediately. And I like my job. Are there plans to have full Pioneer on Arena, not just the most played cards? So it it's not y- yes and no. So the uh, let me try to clarify this. So it's uh, it's not talking about just the most played cards. It's talking about having... Um, being able to basically play any relevant deck uh, in Constructed Pioneer. There are going to be cards from past sets that are limited only. A 2-2 for 2 with Set Mechanic. Or a 2-2 two, 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 two for 2 with Lifelink, let's say. Which is not an uncommon sort of uh, card to exist in a set. The team is not going to prioritize getting that on Arena because it's not going to necessarily exist. Uh, in any sort of Pioneer metagame so um, the focus is on getting Explorer to match Pioneer constructed formats as close as humanly possible Uh, both from the most competitive that we see at the Pro Tour and also lesser competitive fun theme sort of decks that are still playable in in uh, Pioneer advertisements for the pro tour rapport. Uh, so I definitely saw that feedback uh, leading up to the event and I'll say a couple things about it. One, this is our first pro tour back and um, the uh, team is still getting its legs under it still getting um, back up to speed on how to talk about the pro tour to the fans when and where and how. Um, as for advertising uh, for the pro tour being poor, uh, certainly everyone's experience in that is valid. If, if you didn't hear about it and were surprised by it, then obviously for your experience that wasn't great. Um, but you know, in some cases, I would see, um, you know, there was a thread on Reddit, for example, that said, "Hey, we're gonna put the pro tour." streaming here and everybody come watch it because Wizards isn't doing our job, but like at the top there was a pinned post that had all the information for the Pro Tour, including the streaming info. Um, so there's, there's a bit of a challenge in that. We didn't, for example, one, one place we did miss was we didn't have uh, an advertisement in Arena linking to Pro Tour coverage. That was just a straight up miss um, and we're going to rectify that in the future. But um, so there's definitely some learnings. I, I do think that um, the, the viewership was pretty strong, and so certainly a good number of people did know that the Pro Tour was happening, but always ways for us to improve, especially when we're just coming back. Let's see. Pro Tour coverage was awesome. Any chance we'll get big events like that in Europe? Yeah, the MagicCon Barcelona is going to have a Pro Tour on it. Boy, we really did make it through almost 40 minutes of questions. Well done, Chad. Great questions. Uh, Will there be game coverage of Arena Championships on this channel? I don't actually know the answer to that question. I know we did the last one, but I'm not 100% on plans for that. Any plans of releasing a zombie pet on Arena? None I'm aware of, but great feedback for the Arena pet team. Um, after you've added all Pioneer staples to Arena, will there be an avenue for players to advocate for the addition of pet cards? Um, yeah, absolutely. Our, you know, we have social media listening teams for exactly that sort of thing. Um, again, I'll, I'll promote the the official Magic Discord uh, is is a great way to talk directly to people who work for the Arena team um, to share that sort of feedback. But you know, we read social media, we read. Um, all, and we read our Discord, obviously. Um, you can share things in chat here, and, and that often gets to people. So all the various ways you talk to us, we'll share feedback. Let's see. Is there an arena pet team? I mean, there's, there's got to be. I don't, I don't know how many people are on it, but somebody does that work. Uh, is the coverage for the Pro Tour that was pre-recorded, the format going forward? So, uh, unclear, because again, we have not had the meetings um, about all of that yet. Everyone's still traveling back, taking some comp time, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, I do think that it was received pretty well. And that will certainly be taken into consideration going forward. But, you know, we're going to keep improving the, the viewing experience at home. I was asked by a reporter on site, you know, what makes the Pro Tour successful, and I, I said well two main things. Are the players having a great time at the Pro Tour itself, and two, is the viewing experience for everyone who watches uh, a good experience? And so that those are our main goals for making that work. And so um, if we think that fans enjoyed how the pre-recorded format worked, um, then we'll Keep doing it. I will say it's a vast improvement over all of the downtime that we used to have on, on coverage where we just kind of sit around for however much time it took to get to the next match. So uh, any Wizards of the Coast members at MagicCon Barcelona? Yes, absolutely. There will be Magic, there will be Wizards people at every Magic Con going forward. Okay that is all the time i have thank you for so many great questions i thought after 20 minutes that we'd be done early but you know what well done great questions i enjoy talking with you all we are going to be back next week to celebrate reed duke's first pro tour and first it's hard to believe that but that is his first pro tour victory Um, and we're going to talk with him and celebrate that Um, we will also have uh, a little little play announcement next week Uh, a little fun play announcement, and uh, Reed Duke will be joining us. And if you haven't already had the chance, please do check out the March of the Machine first look. It is on YouTube now. Uh, Really good time, shows off a lot of what is coming up, and March of the Machine is a very exciting set. So thank you so much for joining us today, and we will see you next week.